Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in Boise Weekly's annual Best of Boise contest. And while it's an honor to be nominated, I have to admit it would be even more fun to win. If we've helped you connect to the city you love, go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by May 23rd. Thanks, Boise. Today on CityCast Boise, pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the country, and Parks and Rec has built a bunch of outdoor courts to meet local demand. But now you'll be able to play anytime, rain or shine, for a fee. I'm talking with Zach Spencer, co-owner of the new Indoor S2 Pickleball Club, which is opening for members this Friday. It's Wednesday, February 21st. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is what Boise's talking about. Zach, so good to have you on CityCast Boise. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Okay, so you and your brother, I understand this, are opening a nine-court indoor pickleball club in Boise. I have to ask, is there a big pickleball community in Boise? It feels like there is. Yeah, you know, it's funny. The the pickleball community inside of really all of uh, the Treasure Valley is growing tremendously. And quite frankly, even though it is a newer sport in the area, it's just taken off like wildfire. Yeah. I wonder, I think about Boise. Boise has a big tennis community, which I don't know if you play tennis too or into that, but it kind of feels like, I mean, they're obviously related sports in a lot of ways. It's a shorter court. So is it the same community or is it a different community that's into pickleball versus tennis, do you think? You know, I think there's a lot of crossover. I came from a tennis background. I grew up playing tennis. My parents play tennis. You know, that's something that we we do as a family and have done. There are a lot of people who have crossed over from lots of paddle sports, but I think that the most natural one is is tennis. You still get people who are just tennis purists and have and still just you know uh, that was me for a long time that said I'm going to stick to tennis and racquetball and and things. But we do have a lot of crossover. So and and tennis is so big in the Boise area that I think that's attributed to its growth for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like more accepting now, I feel like, to be a pickleball player who also used to play tennis. Maybe before it was like, oh, you're, you know, doing the short court stuff. What's that about? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yes, I I agree. I also think there's something that pickleball is a little farther wide reaching and that's why it does grow so quickly. I know that when I get on the tennis court, I have to be in good shape or it's not quite as fun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. With with the doubles, you know, the court being quite quite a bit smaller, it just does lend itself to a, a more broad audience. So for sure. Myth bust this for me. I mean, uh, I know it's a huge sport. It's growing. It's the fastest growing sport in America. Right. But it feels like it's like mostly for retirees. Right. Like 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 who plays pickleball? Well, yeah, that's a great, a great question. And I will myth bust because that was uh, literally when I said, oh, I'll leave I'll leave pickleball to the old the old folks that played it. <laughs> I learned pickleball in 2007, actually in 2008, when uh, we moved wow. to St. George. Yeah. So a while ago, we moved to St. George, Utah, and there was already a very bustling pickleball community down there, even back then. And my friend said, hey, come and let's play. And I was like, I'll stick to tennis and racquetball, basketball. We'll let the snowbirds, we'll let them play and, and do their thing. And it wasn't until about five years ago when I moved back up to northern Utah, we're up north of Salt Lake, 
that I had a friend again say, dude, just come play. It's so fun. And I went and within a few minutes, I hadn't played as much tennis because I was up here. There's not as big as a tennis community here. And so I wasn't playing tennis and I wasn't playing pickleball. So I was like, I need to do something and really fell into the sport and fell in love with playing and the community that it brings and, and other things. So to, to bust your myth, <laughs> it is for all ages. We have people that play that are six and seven years old who are great. I just watched a video of a nine-year-old like crushing it. <laughs> and all the way up until people are, you know, in their 70s, 80s, you know, playing and, and really enjoying the sport still. So so uh, you have this connection to Utah, but obviously to the Treasure Valley too. So why did you choose Boise specifically within the city of Boise to open this indoor court? You know, I've had a tie ties to Boise since uh, I, my youth. I've got a family that lives in Boise, has lived there for as long as I can remember. So we we've been there back and forth a lot. I actually went uh, to Eagle High. I played tennis okay. at Eagle High. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, we did a little a sabbatical there uh, in Boise, then came back to Utah. But just have lots of ties there. Now we have family there. And as we had been going up and seeing uh, the availability of courts and and in particular indoor courts, we just saw a huge need for it. We just said, hey, there's just not a lot of options as far as good, dedicated indoor pickleball facilities. Uh, there are some that exist, but we wanted to really offer something that, especially in this area, so our, we're opening in, in Southeast Boise, that there's just a need for it. And so we said, hey, how can we get involved? How can we help uh, grow the sport? And decided that this would be uh, something we'd we do. What about the difference between indoor courts and outdoor courts? And I'm, I'm being clear, I have not played pickleball, so I don't know much about this. I did play tennis in high school and I played indoor okay. and outdoors. So I know a little bit about the difference in tennis courts. But um, what's the benefit of indoor court? Obviously, I suppose all year round, right? You can play in the winter, you can play in whatever weather. Yeah, Frankie, we need to get you out. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you over and let's play some uh, some indoor pickleball. We'll, we'll give you some lessons. But yeah, the, the difference is obviously it's just, it's weatherproof. Uh, you don't need lights. It, it, uh, I don't know if you knew this about Boise. Sometimes it's windy. Yeah, <laughs> true. There is, some wind. there is some weather. I mean, obviously it is beautiful there for a lot of months out of the year, but say I'm going to play in a league that's every Wednesday morning and I want to commit to that. I want to have it be something that's structured as a part of my schedule. And then Wednesday morning, I get the text at 5.50 a.m. that says, hey, no pickleball, it's raining. And I go, okay, now I've got this two-hour block I was going to play, and it's off. You know, when you've got the dedicated indoor courts, it's just something you can count on. It's nice because if, let's say, I work nights, uh, and I want to still be able to exercise, and the time that I'm awake is when everything else is closed, and there's not really anything other than a 24-hour fitness or something, you know, like right. that. It's I, dark out. You're not playing outside. I could go. I could reserve a court at 2.30 a.m. and go play. I mean, it's it's that's it's as easy as that. So just the accessibility it's weatherproof. It's uh, it's sun and dark proof. You don't need lights. So just uh, just creates a little more uh, consistency to your availability to play. Booking at two thirty a.m. Is it really like people could play in the middle of the night at your course? Sure. Yeah. Wow. So we're going to be staffed. We'll be staffed usually from seven to midnight, but we'll be open earlier from like five to midnight. You can just open the facility with your uh, your app on your phone, and you can get in. And um, yeah, so there'll be really, really 24 hour access to the facility. But obviously the, that 
probably won't happen too often, but, sure. but it is available. So. so indoor versus outdoor, obviously there's the weatherproofness of having indoor courts, but Boise Parks and Rec has been doing a good job of, you know, adapting, adding more pickleball courts to different parks that are outdoors and obviously free to anybody to use. But there, I, th- I think there's some rules around what how courts can be used. Um, and, and that might be a little limiting in your view, I understand. Tell me about that. Sure, absolutely. I think as the sport is growing, the municipalities have to kind of grow with it. And and, uh, sometimes that is a slow rolling train. So for right now, a lot of the courts, you know, if you were to go to Manitou Park or Hobble Creek, some of these uh, kind of bigger or more popular outdoor courts, there are no uh, outdoor lights. There's also a curfew. So my understanding is that uh, from eight to eight, pickleball is uh, allowed to be played but before 8 a.m. and after 8 p.m., you really couldn't go out and play. In fact, I was playing at a park this last summer, and we had a guy come over at 8.05, and he said, hey, you guys have to get off the courts. And in the summer in Boise, uh, it stays light until like 10 o'clock. So you're like, why? I want to stay out and keep playing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We wish we would have had a couple more hours. Beautiful weather. Um, you know, it was the end of the summer. It was actually it was a gorgeous night, and we had to stop playing. So Again, this was one of the things that kind of really drove it home for me that I was like, okay, we've got to be able to do something. And eventually those those might change. And I, I understand that, again, it's a slow rolling train. But for the time being, if it's 8.01, you can go off the court and hop over to, uh, to our facility and, and keep playing a little longer. So that's great. Yeah. So not necessarily that Boise Parks or Rec is anti-pickleball. It's just more that uh, parks exist in neighborhoods and there's there's uh, elements of that that make it a little bit more challenging. I think I read even there was, I think it was a New York Times piece several months ago about all these conflicts happening in some larger cities where pickleball is like being played like dong, 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 dong late at night at outdoor carts. Yeah, there absolutely is a noise factor. It's a little louder than tennis because the 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 paddles do go they make a pop noise when you hit it and so you know i think if there was one or two uh courts being played it's probably not that big of a deal but you get some of these outdoor facilities that have nine or ten or eleven or eighteen courts and you know you get 18 different games going it it could be uh, somewhat (laughs) troublesome if that was out your back door yeah sure sure yeah, going going inside. No one's uh, none of your neighbors are going to care if you're uh, if you're over playing at 10 p.m. and in, inside. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so let's talk about the facility a little bit more. Um, I understand there's going to be like ice baths. Did I read that right? What like amenities uh, are customers yeah. at S2 Pickleball going to have? One thing that we and, and myself especially are into is is really taking care of my mental health as much as my physical health, as much as I can. Part of that is as having access to ice bath and sauna 
being able to do some things to, to help recover uh, from the play, from the pace of play. There are a lot of pickleball injuries that happen as people start to, to really pick the sport. They, their bodies, uh, you know, you just need to give your body a second to, to catch up. So using different muscles than normal, right? Absolutely. I, you know, we tried to count one time that during a game, I think we were, you know, seeing somewhere from like 70 to 80 to 90 squats you're doing and lunges. And so it's like, you're, you're using these, your knees, your ankles that you maybe haven't, you've neglected for a few years. Sure. So basically when you come in, uh, in this facility, we've got nine dedicated courts. Uh, we've got three championship size courts. Those are a little bit larger, uh, offer a little bit more room on the court, but nine courts, we've got one that will transition also to be a badminton court. There's a big badminton community that has uh, reached out and said, Hey, we want an indoor place to play as well. Don't leave us mm -hmm. out. Um, so we'll have a, a badminton court as well that can kind of convert between badminton and pickleball. We also have, um, we will have two golf simulators. So they're, they're not in yet and they won't be in unfortunately for our grand opening, but uh, we'll have golf sim in the back for those golfers who also want to just come inside and, and be, you know, on a blustery wintry day, they can come inside and practice their, their craft. And then the, we also have the, the recovery room, uh, which is called recover. Um, you'll see some branding for that. If you look at our social media and things like that. So recover, we'll have the ice bath and sauna features also some compression boots, um, massage on demand, IV, uh, IV by request, by appointment, some other things like that. So some things, again, to really just help take care of our minds and bodies as we are uh, trying to live a healthy lifestyle. I wonder, you know, since you you said that you grew up in a tennis family and you know the tennis uh, culture a bit, one thing about tennis is that it can be fairly exclusive and certainly can be unaffordable for a lot of people. Um, I know that this, you know, you're just starting out and you're a small business and all of that, but how do you think about cost and the cost for people to participate? And are you thinking about, you know, how to make this accessible for, for all kinds of people at different uh, different income scales? Yeah, that's a great question, you know, and, and it is true. We, we look at tennis and you go, okay, you've got to, uh, there's, there's lessons, there's equipment, there's bags, there's, I mean, shoes. I mean, you have a lot of things you, you would want to buy to be able to play. Uh, pickleball doesn't vary too much from that. You still have to have a paddle and have a ball and a place to play. Again, it's, it's something where I feel like you, it's a perfect segue into our business model, um, which is getting a pickleball paddle into the hands of youth and getting, you know, not that screens are horrible, but, you know, giving them an opportunity and an excuse to get off the couch, get off the screens, go outside, get on your feet, go indoors and play, but have, have basically a, a hobby that gets there, gets them moving their bodies. So as we thought about that, you know, we wanted to make sure that this isn't something that, you know, a family looks at and goes, man, we just, we can't afford to play indoor pickleball. We just, we'll have to wait till it's summer. And during the winter, we won't play, you know, like, you know, it's just yeah. kind of what, you know, what it is. So what we've done is we, in our pricing model, we have a really fun thing. We have a package called our mixed doubles, which uh, allows uh, a couple to take advantage of some cost savings. And then uh, for our youth, anybody 12 and under is free. So if you've got kids, bring them, let them play, let them learn. We'll have clinics and camps, uh, other things like that during the summer that they can come and get some advanced uh, teaching and uh, some courses on how to, on how to play. But um, we do have some some price breaks for for youth and also for kids. So hopefully we can make it a, a family affair. You can bring your kids, bring your you know bring your neighbor's kids. Like I don't, I don't mind <laughs> who you're bringing, uh, but we'll make it we'll make it affordable and attainable for for everybody. Um, one thing that you'll notice when you come in is uh, if you don't have a paddle or you don't have a good paddle, um, sure. we do have some some paddles that are for use there. 
um, some loaner paddles that are a good quality that you could come in. And if someone came to my desk and said, hey, I don't really have any equipment. Can I play? We'd, we'd help them get set up. Nice. I'm glad you guys are thinking about that because, yeah, again, it can be it can be kind of an exclusive thing, these indoor courts. So what are your pickleball tips for success? How, how can someone become a pickleball player? That's a great question. And I don't know if I've been asked that. So I'll have to think about that for <laughs> one sec. So the, in my pickleball tips for success, I would say one of the biggest things is to give yourself patience, to be patient with yourself as you learn the sport. Go play and don't expect to be a pro on day one. And don't get frustrated. You know, this is something that if you go and you consistently play and practice, you can get really good really quickly. The biggest thing for me is have fun. Go out. It's it's such a, a sport that can be shared with so many people that it's like, hey, rather than going and sitting and maybe going to a bar, going, you know, something else, let's go play and be active together. Let's go sweat together. And it creates a bond that is unique to a lot of other activities. If you did really want to get serious about the sport, we have uh, in-house coaching staff. We've got in-house pros that will be able to teach private lessons, group lessons, clinics. You could really come and stay dedicated. And if you if you really practice hard, you can get good really, really quickly. So now you're, you've inspired me. I got to try pickleball There's soon. hope, Frankie. There's, There's hope, hope for you. There's hope. Um, and I know that you've got all these uh, big events as you're opening in February, and we'll put links to information about everything that's going on uh, as you open. And good luck. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Zach. This has been great. And thanks for talking pickleball with me. Thanks. We can't wait to be a part of the community and uh, and love what you guys are doing on the podcast as well. All right, that's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you're looking for more local intel, be sure to check out our free Hey Boise newsletter. It's kind of like a cheat sheet to the city. We'll be back tomorrow morning with a ranking of the best margaritas around town. See you then.